actually recording. Where's my record deal? Honestly. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Into It. This is episode six. Wow. <laughs> I'm Sal. And I'm Lyndon. <laughs> and um, yeah, we're back and better than ever, I guess. This was so... Also, I want to mention, this is actually really exciting. You may have what? noticed in the last episode and at the beginning of this episode, we have a new official theme song that I have mastered and recorded and spent hours upon hours tirelessly constructing. I thought it took you like 20 minutes. Yeah, I literally just went on GarageBand <laughs> and like looked at all like the... They have like pre-mixes on their like dj booth thing and i just put some shit together and hope, <laughs> hope that it works so it's a little funky it's a little fun listen i'm proud either way yeah. i'm proud either way but you know my ass wasn't like playing that guitar no way <laughs> absolutely no, not. absolutely not so we hope you enjoyed that now we have like an official theme song so we're getting up in the ranks uh but other than that how have you been i you know like it's just, <laughs> it's just been i feel like it's, it's really just been i'm actually good honestly harry it just only worsened my insomnia <laughs> with his calm app reading how was truly. that it was okay so me and my friend we facetimed each other we both like in our own separate room like lit candles turned off the lights and just like listened to it at the same time right when it came out yes okay first of all it's like you and it's literally him reading a fan fiction, like a YN fan fiction. No, I wish I was lying. And at like uh. minute eight, I think like also fifty-seven seconds, he says the phrase. It was something like, "We are too afraid to sell the say the four-letter word that is L O V E love." And I was like, "We are just getting started." Uh. Like, I love how you this? know the freaking timestamp. Oh. <laughs> To a cottage in the winter. He wow. took us by a lake to the ocean. We walked through the woods, through a calming meadow. Oh, my God. He and was really was setting like, the scene. He was setting the scene. It was 40 minutes long. 40 glorious minutes. And I, I you know, like, my mind is numb the entire time. <laughs> I'm sure you've time. listened to it, like, 20 times. No, I've actually only listened to it two, maybe three times. Well, the third time was when I was trying to figure out how to download it to my personal device. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> to keep it forever. Obviously. And, but it was actually, it was really good. It just, oh God, it just, it was, it was really good. That's I mean, I'm I sure it's keeping all the directioners sane during this crazy time. Sane? <laughs> the amount of people that were tweeting about it with like crying videos, it was literally like face wet with tears, crying videos. <laughs> I felt that. You like, guys are a whole nother breed. I can... Like, I wasn't, like, hyperventilating through it, obviously. I was just That's like, good. wow, this was, like, a lot more than I was expecting it to be. Like, thank you. That's awesome. I appreciate it, of you know? Of course, yeah. It's just, it was it, it was a lot. It was literally him reading a fan fiction, and I think that's what caught me the most off guard. Off guard, yeah. <laughs> I, I, but I feel like it is the most on brand, definitely. Oh, yeah. But it's like, he had the audacity <laughs> to record it. <laughs> And publish it. And it's like, I can only handle so much at one time. <laughs> only so much. But yeah, that's all for me. What's up with you? What's up with me? Really not much. It's just like the same old thing. But I just want to say really briefly, and then mm. we'll move on. <laughs> Do not be performative on social media and then not back it up in real life. Practice what you preach. So if uh -oh. you're going to post on social media, like wear masks, socially distance, and then post like two weeks later that you're out at some bar or restaurant without masks like people aren't stupid like people know so just don't post anything at all regarding staying safe if you're going to choose not to and put other people's lives at risk so mm -hmm. that's all i'm going to say on that and then also too like i'm going to say it no one cares about your instagram story truly no one does no one does so, like just keep posting posts to lift others' voices, you know, sign some petitions. <laughs> yeah, and I think it is important to, to an extent, like, post things that, you know, you find provocative or something that's important. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I think that's, that's good. 
But um, don't post it just to save face. You know what I'm saying? I think there's a difference. And also at the end of the day, practice what you preach. Like, I feel like that's just obvious. That's what makes me laugh the most. So that's all I want to say on that. I don't want to go on an entire tangent on that. But um, yeah, I'm going to leave that at that. But other than that, I've been okay, I guess. I feel like just rolling with emotions. There's nothing... I was watching The Fosters last week. If you watch The Fosters, Thoughts? go you. Oh, I love it. I've been watching it forever. Okay. I think but I, I was I so think upset. I when they replaced Jesus with no I just got to that part. And yes. That's th- they just sent him to boarding school, and then he comes back like a whole other person. And the mom <laughs> goes, oh, wow, you've gotten so tall. I said, he's gotten a lot more than freaking tall. He got an entire... <laughs> Uh, uh, face replacement and an entire body replacement like seriously and the worst part is like the new actor apparently he's like big now on instagram noah centino or whatever he sucks he's at acting all the boys give me jake t austin any other day you've never seen to all the boys i've loved he's the main guy in it that's him i didn't see that one and also the terrible indie movie swiped that i unfortunately watched thinking it was a netflix movie it was not don't recommend it I don't, it's like, the plot of this movie is essentially, this kid goes to college, meets Noah Centimeter, a.k.a. Jesus Part 2, and I don't know how to pronounce his name, truly, and he, <laughs> so the kid is super smart and good at coding, so he creates these, this app called Jungle, which is essentially an app where, like, you don't need to even know the person's name to, like, hook up with them, but the issue okay. is, it's like, it's this really weird, like, girl versus boy dichotomy where, like, the girls are like, we want a real relationship with somebody that values our feelings, which obviously there are girls like that. But, but not they don't all, even some know of your them name. would be like, sign me up for this app, period. Yeah. And then the guys are the ones that are like, we don't even want to know their name. And it's just, the acting is terrible. It's very interesting. And then my favorite part of the movie is the kid types in like two words into the command line on this computer and shuts down all the dating apps on the Apple App Store. And I was like, that is not how that works. <laughs> that is, that is not how coding works. As a coder, as a software engineer, that's not how that <laughs> happens. So <laughs> it was very entertaining if you that's wanted good. to stare at the TV for yeah, a few Yeah, I'll have hours. to check it out. But anyways, back to the Fosters. Um, they took it off Netflix. And I guess <gasps> ABC Family or Freeform now, they moved all their shows to Hulu. To Hulu. So yeah. thank mm-hmm. God I have Hulu, but I have it with freaking commercials. So now I have to watch it with all the commercials. I and I didn't even know what episode I was on at first. So I was like, I had to go back and try and figure out where I was and retrace my step. It was, but I love the Fosters. Watch it. It's so cheesy, but I love it. Yeah, I've, I had to get used to Hulu and their ads because I... I'm a stand of the bold type and Good Trouble, which is the Foster sequel that you also have I'm to gonna watch. I'm going to have to very, watch. Very oh, obviously. You know. Yes, but the season, I think, five finale of the bold type is this tomorrow night or Friday night or something like that. All I have to say is Kat and Eva, hmm, interesting. <laughs> and we're going to end that there. We're just going to end it so, there. So <laughs> we're going to move on. We have our July favorites, our top three favorite songs of the month. Yes. Do you want to go first? I think you should go first. <laughs> I should go first? Okay. So first off, I'm just going to start. This isn't a top song, but um, I've just been jamming out to E equals MC squared. As you and should. I As you should. feel like I slept on that album so much. Like I remember hearing it as, as a youngin. Mm-hmm. And if you love that old like 2000s like sound, like t- 2008, 2009 sound, it is just so good. I mean, you have Touch My Body, Cruise Control, I Stay in Love, Love Story. Like, from start to finish, it is so good. So yeah. I'm just going to leave that there. Listen to that. E equals MC squared by Mariah Carey, not Albert Einstein. <laughs> not Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> he did not yes. find that formula. Mariah Carey did. Okay, so my very first song, this is a throwback, and this is my all-time favorite summer song, and I feel like my all-time favorite summer artist. Whenever it's, like, summertime, I always have Natasha Bedingfield on, and it's Love Like This by Natasha Bedingfield featuring Sean Kingston. Do I know that one? You know it. I probably do. I'll check it out. You know it. I need a refresher. You know it. 
I definitely so good. I saw her in concert like maybe six months ago now. She did it live. It was the best. She took me back to my childhood, got me in my feels. It is such a good summer song. I mean, every single one of her big songs. I mean, these were banger. <laughs> soulmate, soulmate used to hurt. They just remind me so much of the summer and get me in that mood. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I love her. So moving forward, we have canceled by Kiana Lede. And I love this song because at the beginning, I sent it to you, that girl off TikTok, where it's like, fuck men these days. Fuck them all. (laughs) They will do nothing but hurt everybody's feelings and fuck them all. I am a single queen. You know the fucking vibes. So my girl Jasmine Orlando, if you don't follow her on TikTok, follow her on TikTok. I've been following her for almost a year now. She was featured on this Kiana Lede song, which is actually great, by the way. But mm-hmm. I just love it because they have her little quote at the beginning. Um, but also Kiana Lede's latest album is amazing. Start to finish. That's, that's another one. Go check it out. I love that album. And then I have Velvet by Adam Lambert. Have you listened to his new album? No, I didn't even know he had a new album. Yes. Okay. So like I didn't know either. And I picked the lead single because I was like, I just love the entire album again, start to finish. It is like such like Freddie Mercury vibes, very funky, just so it's so good. Go listen to it. I feel like I forgot about him and I'm so glad he came out with this album because it's just so funkadelic and just, I love it. I love it. So, um, yeah, those are my top three songs. What about you? Since we're doing it for the month of July 2020, and as we sit here and embark on next week, which will be July 23rd, 2020, a.k.a. One Direction's 10-year anniversary date. Oh, my God. I feel like it's only fitting that I do three One Direction songs. Now, listen. Everyone has their own opinions on the best One Direction songs. I'm just saying objectively for me, as someone who has taste sometimes... I, I, I need to speak my truth. I have yeah, a lot of, of different opinions Always. of each album, but I need to speak my truth in what is objectively the best One Direction songs. And I know this is going to... Actually, no. I'm not going to say objectively the best One Direction songs. I'm going to say the ones that make me feel the greatest. Fantastic. <laughs> when I listen to them. Because two of these, questionable when I say greatest. So... <laughs> <laughs> The first song is the slept on banger that I wish if more people actually listened to, they would understand that One Direction had taste by the fifth album. And that is Miss What a Feeling. She wasn't a single. She didn't have a music video. She didn't get much airtime. But yeah, she I don't is know like this one. an ode to like every time I listen to it, I feel like I'm in a, you know, 70s nightclub vibing with like disco lights above and I'm wearing glitter okay, somewhere. Okay. You know? It's Set honestly, the scene. That one I actually will recommend that you listen to, Sal. It is very, right. very good. I will. It's, it's, it's a vibe. The next one is I Would because they're, they're literally singing about a girl who already has a boyfriend and they cannot measure up to the boyfriend. When Louis said, no, when Niles said reality is ruining my life, I felt that. I felt that down to my bones and in my spirit. <laughs> Amazing. My friend has a playlist called Sure to Keep the Oh, Sure to Get the Party Started and Keep It Going. And it's literally this song 62 times. Stream I would for clear skin. Mm. <laughs> 62 for last times. And final oh, I think I actually might Okay, I'm gonna have to do four songs because this is a tie. No, it's okay, go for it. So oh god. Okay. Oh, God, I don't know if I should even do a tie or not. I'm going to do it. Okay. Do so it. the third song is also a very good One Direction song from the first album that was slept on. I think it was a B-side to what song. I don't know. And Rita, if you're listening to it, I don't care. I've really <gasps> tried to learn what songs were B-sides. And to this day, I, do, I don't know. I listen to them on YouTube. There weren't any B-sides <laughs> on YouTube. Okay, so the next song is I Should Have Kissed You. Now, I remember Glozell did a video. Like, Glozell! Yes, I love Glozell. Back to Glozell. She did a video reacting to her listening to Wonder Direction song. And somebody <laughs> was like, listen to I Should Have Kissed You. And she was like, okay. And she listened to it and she was like, delicious, play again. Like, it was, I was like, that's when I knew that this remember was. Remember her good song. TikTok reaction video? No. She like read the words. For- <laughs> 
from TikTok. And she's like, why is this white girl drinking a whole bottle of Jack in the morning? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, go off. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'll just send it to you. Go check it out. I love her old videos. But anyways. Okay, so the last and final song, I'm going to say it is their best song. And that is going to ruffle some feathers. It is a Target Deluxe Edition song. Oh God. Interesting. I'm like, my heart is racing. I'm, I'm really about to speak <laughs> my truth right now, Sal. It is a Target Deluxe Edition song off of their second album, Take Me Home. Now, if you're listening, you might already know what I'm finna say, but I'm gonna <laughs> say it anyways. Magic is One Direction's best song. When Harry comes in in the beginning, when they be talking about spells, knowing good and damn well most of the One Direction fandom is going to become witches later in life. (laughs) Not soon after the hiatus. God. Wow. I feel like Harry in that recording studio truly must have... I've said this before. I've said this analogy before, but he truly must have felt like he was putting in another stone in the Infinity Gauntlet like he was Thanos in Infinity War. (laughs) Truly. Like, the power that that song holds, it is just the perfect mix of bubblegum pop deliciousness, and I drank it up. I said slurp, slurp. I have to say, one of... I don't... I'm not familiar with their, like, album cuts, so I'm going to have to check those out. But I like Steal My Girl. Oh, no. <laughs> that is objectively their worst <laughs> song. Why would you say that? I think that? everyone hates that one except for me. Okay, the people that didn't like one, that didn't actually listen to One Direction thought Steal My Girl was good. And here's the thing. Off that album, Steal My Girl is the worst song. It's the album <laughs> opener and I skip it every time. Every time. Listen to Clouds. My, listen I to will. 18. Listen to Ready to Run. Okay? Let me, <laughs> let me just, I'm going to send you my One Direction Drag playlist me. Yes. I can. Send it to me. I have to, I have to go through. I don't, I'm not familiar with their album cuts. I have to do my reckoning you need to do your research you need to finally learn your education thank you god yeah so that's my truth that's <laughs> amazing love that always sharing our truth so make sure to check out these songs we'll put them on our social media again um and i'm gonna listen to those songs and i'll report back next week Please do. also please do. another thing i want to report back on so we're talking about hamilton mm-hmm. i got 40 minutes in uh-oh I, listen, I respect it that it's a diverse cast. I think that's awesome. And I like how Lin-Manuel brought like R&B and rap to musicals because that's unheard of pretty much. Mm -hmm. And it's like an entire new terrain. And I think that's so cool. Um, But I just really don't care for U.S. history that much. And (laughs) just that. And on top of the rapping consistently, just I I like when they were singing. I I just couldn't just pay attention along to something. I feel like if I had to sit down like and actually watch it, I could. But I was on my phone. I was doing other things. Yeah, you weren't actually just like couldn't. in the moment presently, yeah. like watching it or listening to it. And also I'm like, I don't know who half these old guys are. I hate to be that way, but, but I, then, then I memorized it for the, the test in school and that was it. <laughs> no, I guess. I liked it in the sense of, like I said, I was taking Gov when this came out. So I was like, okay, let me listen to it. So hopefully I can actually pass this test. Yes. Because there were so many laws. Oh, my God. But... (laughs) But I do, I did, I I haven't watched it yet, but I do remember, like, listening to it and liking it. One, for the hip-hop, and two, just because I liked it because it was the first show that I could listen to the soundtrack, and I didn't need to see the show to understand what was going on, if that makes sense. For sure. It's an opera, almost. Exactly. There really isn't a lot of dialogue. Yeah, and it was in a singing style that I could, like, fully understand, and, like like, I was able to visualize it in my head. For sure. So I will give Hamilton the props for that one. Because so many shows, it's like, unless you see it, it's really hard to kind of get into the music. And I respect it. I'm not saying it's terrible. I was just surprised that I just could not... I'll try again and see what happens if I can yeah. stay focused. act two, that's where it gets juicy. <laughs> when Miss oh, Mariah comes I'm in. Oh, I'm sure. Oh. Oh, we getting juicy? <laughs> Oof. Oof. Jasmine Jones, you deserve I'm going to have to go shows. back. Rewatch that. <laughs> And um, I think that's it for the intro. Are we good? We got yeah, we everything good. covered? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. We got a lot to talk about. I'm excited about some of these stories. So uh, we're going to be back after this. You're...
And we are back. This is the part of the episode where we get into it. We talk about all the celebrity news, gossip, you name it. So first off, I just want to give an update. This is kind of old news, but news to me. Mm -hmm. Um, So the chicks have changed their name from the Dixie Chicks to just the chicks. Let me look up um, if there's a black artist with that same name after what Lady A, Lady Antebellum. I know. Pulled. I should have looked at that. They changed their social media handles, everything on Spotify, their website, and they pretty much just said, you know, we want to meet this moment. And they recently came out with a song called March March, and the music video for that song showed clips of like protests for George Floyd and Breonna Taylor. So they're definitely for the movement, and um, I think I think it's a good step. You know. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so as just, long as they're not suing a black artist that's already been yes, working under this name for countless exactly. years, like Lady <clears throat> Lady Antebellum, then I'm chill with it. <laughs> I have to look back into that and see what's going on with that. So they're suing the original Lady A to get their name. I saw black... that, which is absurd. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't seen any updates from that thus far, but last time I checked, they were suing. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't know if they identify as female, but suing them as Mm -hmm. so that they can have the name Lady A as an artist. And I'm like, really? That defeats the whole purpose. Uh, Obviously. That defeats the whole purpose. (laughs) So, hmm. As for the chicks, still stream Gaslighter, stream March March. (laughs) I can't wait for this album. These singles have been so good. hasn't come out. No, not yet. I I don't know when it's coming out. They probably have a release date. I just haven't looked. I just can't freaking wait. I was going to say, because Gaslighter came out like a minute ago. Yeah, it came out a few months ago. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Moving forward. This is really upsetting. Um, Naya Rivera. I knew you were going to say it. She was only 33. So sad. Um, She was boating in Ventura County, California, with her four-year-old son. She was determined to be missing at first when her son was found on the rented boat alone. Mm -hmm. And then after a five-day search, uh, her body was found, um, and it was determined that she had drowned, uh, which is so just... Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, gut-wrenching. And another thing that's very odd, in a way, is that... Corey Monteith passed away seven years to the day that they found her body, which is strange. It's just, it's just absolutely heartbreaking. Like she was young mother, her son literally, I'm not going to say watch it happen, but that kid's, that's, that's, he's probably traumatized. Yeah, no, that, I hope that kid gets the like professional help that they need to, I guess, learn how to process this. For sure. This is going to affect the rest of their life. And I just. Allegedly, I don't know this for a fact. I heard that he fell out first and she carried him into the boat and then she drowned. Hmm. So I don't know. But one thing that I just think is very powerful that's coming out of this tragic situation is just all the kind words about her. Hmm. I feel like we always hear celebrities speak about those who've passed but this has been a lot more just a lot more prevalent like people are just talking about how kind and funny she was and compassionate and more so than I typically hear from celebrities you know what I'm saying yeah no I completely understand what you're saying it's not like really in vain like they like were saying speak like from the heart like truly she was yeah like Chris Colfer he was Kurt Ingley He said, how can you convey all your love and respect for someone in one post? How can you summarize a decade of friendship and laughter with words alone? If you were friends with with Naya Rivera, you simply can't. Her brilliance and humor were unmatched. Her beauty and talent were otherworldly. She could turn a bad day into a great day with a single remark. She inspired and uplifted people without even trying. So I... And I think it's cool that the entire Glee cast is coming together. I, I saw a photo of them when they were searching for her on the beach, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was pretty powerful. That they're all coming yeah. together. And another thing that's kind of crazy and beyond anything else is that a lot of people have been sending Leah Michelle death threats like, this should have been you. And Ooh. I'm sorry, that is not appropriate. I don't yeah, care they- what she's done. But she has not done anything to 
bring upon that. We should not be wishing death upon anyone. Yeah, and I feel like it's, like, absolutely kind of disgusting to, like, distract from, like, what happened. And I guess, like, try and point fingers of the situation right now because, like, she was so young. Her child is so young. They've all known each other for so long. Like, that's going to hurt anyone. So I think trying to pivot it and now, like, say something over to Leah Michelle is just kind of like, that's not, now's not the time, truly. It it is is not not the time. time. And I remember, I I think they had a feud back in the day, Um, but she posted, like, pictures of her with Naya and she ended up having to like deactivate her account because it was getting so bad. So that's just not appropriate. Let's not do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, people are literally mourning right now. Like, please like, just don't try and make it something else <laughs> that it doesn't have, have to be at the moment. I think now it's just about it's a lot of processing, a lot of healing. If that's even possible you know, at this point, just like respecting it's, a life well lived and giving know, people their space. It. So often, like, people die, and then people expect celebrities to make a statement, like, right away. Like, no, give them their space. They're literally a morning. Like, especially if that's a close friend of theirs. Like, it's okay if they take a while to make any statement, if they even want to make a statement. They don't owe you anything. Exactly. So. Another thing that I thought was cool, um, I think she's an actor, but I'm not positive. A tweet by Priyana Salaz. This is just a tweet that I've seen, like, a lot. It said, Naya Rivera, didn't realize the impact you had on my life growing up, being the first person of color, LGBTQ character I saw on screen. Yeah. I grew up listening to you sing, being, being inspired by the girl on Glee who looks like me and is unapologetically herself. You changed so many lives. Rest easy, Angel. And I think we really don't think about that. Like, she did have a very big impact on oh, yeah, no, this I generation. I remember watching, I didn't even watch much, but I remember watching and being like, she gets it. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it was, it was honestly really comforting. So I completely agree with what she said about like seeing her on TV and how much of an impact she actually had, especially on like young queer people of color's lives. Cause exactly. for a lot of us, that was like the first representation that we saw like on regular TV. That oh, wasn't for like, sure. I guess condemned in a way, if that makes sense. It was just kind of like, it is what it is. Yes. Which I loved. I, I appreciated that. Rest in peace, Naya Rivera. Thoughts and prayers are going out to your family. Mm-hmm. This is a very difficult time, I can only imagine. Yeah. So, this next story. What is it? <laughs> Mariah Carey. Oh, God. I'm excited. I just, wow. You, what happened? <laughs> I don't know what happened. What this happened? Was such a and big why didn't turn. you text me? She's releasing her memoir. Which I've known about. She's hinted at this for like a year and a half now. So it's been coming. But, but now it's I, like, like officially announced. But where can I buy a copy? <laughs> so it's coming out September 29th. Oh I my God, pre-ordered right my, my Kindle version, paperback version, and the audiobook. So <laughs> I, my dilemma right now is like, which do I start with? I think I might do audiobook. I I think I'm 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 definitely going to do audiobook because I just need to hear that buttery tone voice. Mm -hmm. And I think I might read along too. I say do it. Do what makes you feel good. Her voice, just talking, (laughs) is so so relaxing. It's It's so soothing. But um, I love it. Yeah, so it's called The Meaning of Mariah Carey. Uh, didn't really care that much for the book cover. It's not my favorite picture of her, but it's not a bad one. Just a lot of makeup, and I just didn't like the outfit she was wearing. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so in her famous Frizz Quadrata font, yes, I know the font that she uses. It's iconic. She released her statement, and I just want to read it because it's just so eloquent and just... She is so well-spoken. She goes to say... This book is composed of my memories, my mishaps, my struggles, my survival, and my songs. Unfiltered. I went deep into my childhood and gave the sacred little girl inside of me a big voice. I let the abandoned and ambitious adolescent have her say, and the betrayed and triumphant woman I became tell her side. Writing this memoir was incredibly hard, humbling, and healing. My sincere hope is that you are moved to a new understanding, not only about me, but also about the resilience of the human spirit. I just got chills and my <laughs> eyes are a little glassy. If I'm being <laughs> quite honest with you, I 
cannot wait for this. I want everything. I want to hear about her the childhood traumas. We know she had a fucked up childhood. I want to hear about her sleeping on a mattress in New York at like 17 years old, singing backup for Brenda K. Starr. I want to hear about Tommy Mottola. I want to hear about her getting discovered. I want to hear about the marriage. I want to hear about the mansion. I want to hear about the mansion getting burned down. Even though they were married, she paid half for everything in that place. There was a mansion that got burned down? Yeah, when they got a divorce, they burnt it down. Why'd they burn it down? All the trauma associated. Oh, my God. She was in... So, just long story short, what we're going to be touching back on this because we're having a book club segment in this fucking <laughs> show with this. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> I don't care. It's happening. It's my show. I can do what I want. Yeah, period. So. <laughs> period. I listen to the audiobook. But um, anyways, their marriage was really toxic. He was, I mean, her manager at the time, president, CEO of Sony... He discovered oh. her. He was like twice her age. And I want to hear about the marriage. I want to hear about the divorce. I want to hear about him trying to sabotage her career after the divorce with Jennifer Lopez. I want to hear about that. I want to hear about, you know, the mental breakdown. I want to hear about her comeback with We Belong Together. I want to hear about the marriage with Nick. I want to hear about the kids. And most importantly, what I really want to hear about, sorry, I'm going on and on and on, but there's no, just so it. much. <laughs> I want to hear about that Stella Balachnikov, that manager that she had. Yes, I remember. I, I want to hear about that snake. I want to hear about that entire <laughs> lawsuit. I want to hear about everything that went down because in recent years, that that like solid three years, the lambs talk about it like those were like medieval times. Like that was such a bad time, and I just I want to know what happened with all that yeah, shit. I, I want to hear all the names. I want them all dragged to filth. To filth. And also, I just want to hear about, like, the music and her, how she came to write certain songs. And also, I feel like a big part of this, this woman has lived such a life. I want to hear about Aretha Franklin. I want to hear about Whitney Houston, Prince. You know, she had close relationships with these people. Literally. No, I want to just know everything. Because I feel like she's very fascinating and she doesn't, she's not really, like, she's in the public eye, obviously. But she doesn't really, like, air out anything of her life in public, which I also appreciate. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she's now like, sure, here's a memoir. I'm like, oh my God, thank you for feeding us. Like, we I this. just cannot wait. I want to pull an entire Oprah and just buy everyone a copy, even though I can't afford it. Like, you get a book, <laughs> you get a book, you get It's going to be me. You are But <laughs> I just cannot wait. It's like the perfect time. I can't wait to read this. And yeah, I'm, I'm so excited. I'm glad we finally have a release date because she's been hinting towards it forever and i just Mm. hope she really calls people out i don't want no half-assed thing and i don't think she would do something half-assed i think she would call people out she's always she always has i mean what stopped her in the past truly but um yeah i'm excited for this you want that smoke and that's okay i want it (laughs) i want it so yeah we'll keep you guys posted about that i just went on like a 10 minute tangent now you understand how I get when I talk about One Direction. One Direction, like, exactly. It's just, it overwhelms you and you're it like, just, what happened? I blacked every, out. <laughs> I just like blacked out for a second. But um, yeah, I can't wait. And then also she recently just announced, so on her Instagram, we're going to start having Mariah Carey Fridays where she's just going to be releasing all the, this like remastered footage and Are you serious? unreleased music. So... I she's just giving us she's everything. Giving, God, I'm gonna yep, yep. I'm hitting that follow <laughs> button as we speak currently. This oh, is everything yes, I've wanted please more. Do. Please do. All right. So this next story we've talked about in the past, and I've known about this for a while, but I'm glad that it's finally getting the attention it deserves. And I feel like it's kind of just gotten a little worse. What is it? Free Britney twenty twenty. Have you been looking at her Instagram? Okay. I haven't looked at her Instagram anytime recently, but I understand Free Britney and like her trying to get ownership of essentially her own intellectual property. It's um, a lot more than just that. It's a lot more than just that. Like she's in like, I'll get into it. I have an entire yeah, list of things that I she I haven't looked at her Instagram lately. I've actually I'm actually looking on right now. So let's talk for a minute, because there are these videos and she's always kind of posted videos of her like dancing around her living room and with like random songs and like painting outside and just i don't know like cutesy little things here and there but now she posts these videos of her like 
posing in front of the camera and then like walking to the side two feet you can still see her arm in the shot Mm -hmm. and then walking back posing and then walking away again and doing it like 40 times just weird stuff is this on her story or on her instagram it's on her instagram there are like a bunch of these videos and i just like and then she wrote this entire thing because fans are getting concerned and they're writing all all these like girl are you okay like what's going on i remember she came out with a statement that was like there's nothing to worry about allegedly everything's okay like i'm just hanging out like in my house this and that and people are just getting concerned because mm-hmm. as we know and I'll, I'll say it again her father has had a conservatorship over her Um, Since 2008 when she had that breakdown and um, this pretty much means that he has complete control over her life. So apparently here's just an example of things that she can and can't do. She can't drive a car. She can't get married. Can't have kids. Can't spend her own money. See how her money is being spent. See her children even though she has 30% custody of both her kids. Leave her home. Use a cell phone without being monitored. Like, all these things she cannot do without getting permission. How is that legal? I do not know. Typically, what a conservatorship is for is for elderly people that have, like, dementia or people that have severe um, mental disabilities that cannot care for themselves. Mm -hmm. And after 2008, this has been thrust upon Britney. And I remember this being being this way for a long time. I mean, I remember fans alleging that they would go to meet and greets and it was like the security guard would say to them right away, you do not say a word to her. What? Nothing. You take the picture, smile, and leave. That's oh. it. Yeah. So apparently... Is it the comment that the fan did of like wear yellow? Yes. And she wore yellow. That's another big part of this. A fan was like, wear yellow if you need help. And she posted like five different pictures of her wearing yellow. And not even that. The eyeliner and the makeup that looks like it's been slept in for two days. Yeah. What is going on? Yeah. I'm just, I'm hoping that if she's not in a safe environment, that something happens in the regard that like she can at least get to a safe environment. I'm hoping that she at least like could get out of this conservatorship or whatever it's called. Yeah, I don't know how that works in a way that she can, like, break free from it. So photographer Andrew Gallery, who worked with Britney in the past, shared this letter from, like, 2009 on TikTok. Hmm? And it was kind of weird because she wrote it in the third person. I don't know how legit this is. This is Mm -hmm. alleged. And it explained her conservatorship. That she was lied to and set up by her father to take control of her assets and her life. And then afterwards, the letter was actually destroyed. So I don't know how he got like a recopy of it mm-hmm. because she gave it to him. Um, so I don't, I don't know. And I, I, I remember her mom and Jamie Lynn Spears liked to post about Free Britney. So I think they are against this, her father's doings as well. Yeah, I'm just hoping that they can get her out of the situation if it's true in all regards. But it's also like, I mean, there's really, it's, I think as fans, I understand why they're worried because all of this is pointing to like a really wonky conspiracy theory that could, prob- it's probable because we already know that she's under like this contract essentially with her father. Uh, it's just, just such like, a shame. I mean, she's worked so hard. It makes sense why, like, every passing day, I'm like, I understand why she had that mental breakdown. Oh, I do. yeah. I do not question it in any regard anymore, especially, like, with how much she was in the limelight, how much she was constantly being watched over, and her. You see videos of paparazzi, like, like, on top of her car 24 7 chasing literally. her down the street. Like, every passing day, I'm like, yeah, like, I get it. So I'm just. And it's so sad because I feel like at the time, I mean, we were very young, so we didn't really know any better, but it was joked about and it was made fun of. And it was like, Mm -hmm. this woman is just having a mental collapse. Like she is, this is so sad. And looking back, it's so depressing. It's like this woman was crying for help, screaming for help. 
but she yeah. still got reprimanded and beat up for it. So fashion industry watchdog Diet Prada, I don't know who this is, but they're alleging that last year in January, Brittany was placed in a mental facility for three months after being seen driving her car to in and out with her boyfriend without permission and for mm-hmm. and, and for refusing to take the sedating medications her father had doctors prescribing her to take. Sedating? Yes. So I... I don't know. I yeah. I hope she just gets the help that she needs. And people are looking into this case and trying to figure something out because this just sounds so terrifying. It's absolutely terrifying. 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 And like nobody deserves to go through anything like that. So I hope that she gets the help that she needs. I hope if there is a case that they figure out what it is, gets down to the bottom of it. And I hope that her dad like stops like this yeah. incessant control over her life. And she's gone through so much shit as it is. Like, this just makes, tops it off in a way. Not in a positive way, but, like, it just makes it, ugh. Like, same thing with that Leave Britney Alone video. Every passing day, I'm like, I understand why this video was made. Like, this video needed to be made, so. And it's so sad, because if you look early in the career, you had this innocent girl from Louisiana who was up and coming, this huge star. And then she even... Every time you remember that music video where she drowns in the music video and is running through a psych ward yeah. being chased by paparazzi. I mean, sh- there were so many cries for help. And Lucky. Oh, there we go. Th- Thank you. Thank you. I love yeah. that song, but it's, it's so good, but yeah, crazy to that think about. In and of itself, a cry for help, probably. Yep. So I just I really hope that she gets what she needs. Yeah, does. it is just we're gonna have to follow up on this. I hope something comes out of this because I feel like free Britney, this hashtag has been going on for, for a, while a while now. I've heard about it for at least the past two years. Truly. Yeah. So we're thinking of you, Brit Brit. We hope you're doing okay. This last story, what a mess. Uh oh. Jada, Pinkett Smith, and Will Smith. Let's I, talk about it. So we're going to talk about this. Excited. They had this Watch red table talk. talk. 12 minute, 35 second video. Yes, I'm pretty sure I know the timestamp. Let's go. <laughs> and just to fill you in, Jada went on to say that she, and I quote, got into an entanglement, entanglement. with August <laughs> Alsina. Whatever that means. I don't know what that it means. It means what you want it to mean. It means yeah. what you need it to mean. This is my new favorite verb or i guess noun it's a noun allegedly alcina said that he was involved in a romantic relationship with jada years ago i think like back in 2016 about four years ago and he said that he actually sat down with will and had a conversation due to things going on in their marriage they said they have a quote life partnership and that he gave him his blessing now in the interview with jada and will they didn't directly say that will gave him a blessing like there wasn't a blessing given Mm -hmm. but they said that they had rocky stuff going on in their marriage at the time and they were like pretty much done Mm -hmm. but i but they weren't done for good like they weren't getting divorced they were just separating for a few months i guess which is just essentially like i mean they're still technically married but they're probably i think it just means they're taking a break from each other yeah. I don't know if there's like a legal thing for separation. I don't know. But then Jada went on to say, she goes, the only person that can give me permission in that particular circumstance is myself. I could actually see how he would perceive it as permission because we were separated amicably. And I think he also wanted to make it clear that he's not a home homewrecker, which he's not. So I'm glad that she said that he wasn't a homewrecker. But yeah, uh, I just... <laughs> She goes on to say that her and Will tried everything they could to get away from each other, only to realize that wasn't possible. And then they've gotten, she said, they've gotten to a place of unconditional love. And um, then Will went on to say, he said, I told you the first year we were married that I could love you through anything. And then in the end, they said their rendition of the Bad Boys movie motto, we ride together, we die together, bad Bad marriage marriage for life. Yeah, that part I was like, "Mm, mm, I, (laughs) a lot of people were saying, listen, so a lot of people were saying that she uses this red table talk as a way to excuse a 
not taking accountability for healing and processing and coming to terms with yourself, which I can see in a way because I can see it playing both ways. I can see it playing in that she cheated on him and I can see it as that they were going through a rough patch and decided, okay, we're done. Because I could easily see this as being a publicity stunt to save face. I I completely agree. But I mean, if they say it was like, I mean, because the way August described it was if they had an open marriage, which is like fine if that's what they want. But they and didn't the say way that, that in the interview. It, they said, but yeah, but the way that they said it in the interview was like at that moment in time they had been separated, and so she went on to have her entanglement with August. Entanglement. <laughs> Even Will was like entanglement, like. <laughs> That's the thing. I felt so used. Will had like yes. puppy dog eyes throughout the entire Will, interview. Boy, I, I hope he's in therapy. Like Will looked like he was in pain. That was the part that kind of. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of most. fucked up. Like yeah, and I think it's also too the fact that I mean he said that he wanted to be on the red table with her, which is obviously totally fine. But it was just the fact that if this happened four and a half years ago, you thought it was in the past. You thought you didn't have to deal with it because he looked like. It was bringing back some emotion. Oh, for sure. From that time. So, like, having to essentially, I guess, live through that again, that's really hard to do. So I hope he's, like, okay and, like, takes the time he needs to, like, reprocess his situation. Because he's probably already processed it, but now it's, like, he's processing it in the regard of, like, everyone knows. I mean, we're talking about it right now. Oh, yeah. Like... I, so I think I, I don't know. I'm gonna take their word for it. I can totally see what you're saying, where they're just like trying to say face, but I can also totally take the word for it of him being like, "Listen, we were broken up, we were separated, just not divorced. So like, it was what it was." Yeah. Like he probably was like upset that she like dated somebody else during that separation, but like at the same time, like they were separated. So it's like. But also, this is alleged. Uh-oh. Didn't Jada have an affair with like Mark Anthony years ago? I've never heard that before, actually. Yeah, so I, I could see it going both ways, and I could see this as just being a publicity stunt to shut people up, but instead it got people talking more. Oh, um, yeah. And, yeah, I could see her being cornering him and being like, listen, we are a brand together, and we have to do this and shut people up and get moving. Yeah, but the way he was like, I wanted to be on this table, I'm like, oh, okay. Did you... That's the thing. It's like, did you? But at I'm the same skeptical. time, I could understand like why he would want to be there, because mm-hmm. it seemed like he was also like low key looking for answers as well. And I was like, "What's going on? And why am I watching this?" Like, that's. <laughs> I feel like that's the overreaching theme throughout all this. Is like, what's going on? Why am I watching this? Why do I care? I mean, and I they mean, even said they were like, "This like, is nobody's business." At the beginning. It's nobody's business. I think the reason why it's been blown up so much is because so many people, I guess, like idolize or obviously, yeah, know about Jada Pickett Smith and Will Smith. Like a lot of people are like couple goals, da, 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 and the fact that this is happening. And I think the reason why so many people are talking about it is because, like, at the end of the day, this isn't big news. Like, it's not. <laughs> no, yeah, it's easy stuff to super, talk about. It's super easy to digest and come to your own conclusion about whatever yeah. it is. So it makes sense why so many people are talking about it because it's like it's like good said, for the very, show. See? Yeah, very easy to digest. You can think about it one second and not have to think about it the next second. Yeah. Easy. So no wonder no, so many people have latched. I just don't know how I feel about that like, bad marriage for life. Yeah, I didn't well, like that. I don't. That, I, don't I was like, think, I don't want a bad that? marriage for life. Sorry yeah, I don't know about that. It's just like I really hope he wasn't therapy. Like he looked, like he was. He pain. looked like That's a lost puppy. That's the part puppy. that like hurt me the most. That he's like reliving through all of this pain. That. And also, their kids. Yeah, they have children. Yeah. Oof. But yeah, Ugh. hopefully they move. They process it. They heal. You know, especially hopefully they just heal. get a divorce. <laughs> uh, uh, they're not just do that. move on with they're, their lives, but I don't think they like will. Perfect long-term marriage couple. They're not going to do that. Yeah, I don't think. At least not now. It was just messy. I didn't know what or who to believe. I feel like red table talk in and of itself is just always. It's entertaining. I will. It's say entertaining. That. I will it's give very you that. Entertaining. Sometimes, like they upload a new episode, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm watching this one tonight." Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> it's very. It's entertaining. So yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. At the end of the day, it's like, 
this is just a, another blip in celebrity news. We're going to move on from it very soon. Like, once, when she was like, I'm bringing myself to the red table, I was like, thank God, finally some good fucking food. Like, <laughs> some good content. That's, <laughs> that's how I felt. And then I watched it and I was like, okay, I'm done with this now. Right, so I completely done. Yeah, forgot exactly. about it. So when you brought it up, I was like, oh, yeah, we, we were going to talk about this. Uh, like, I truly haven't thought about it since I watched it like four days ago. Truly. Yeah, I haven't really either. But it gives us good content for this show, so that's all that matters. All right, so that is all for the Hot Topics this week. Uh, We're going to be back after this. Hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I just want to let you all know, in honor of One Direction's 10-year anniversary since their founding, we are going to be having a special episode solely dedicated to One Direction, whether it be their conspiracy theories, favorite moments, favorite songs, you name it. We're also going to have a few One Direction stands come in and share their favorite moments with us. With that said, if you have any favorite One Direction moments from over the years, make sure to DM us and we'll talk about it on the show. But if you're not necessarily a One Direction fan, don't worry. I'm not either. I have a lot to learn myself, so come along for the ride. All right, now we're going to close up the show. What's the name of the segment? <laughs> I, I don't think we came up with a name. We should. What's a good name? We'll figure it out. If you guys have any ideas, shoot us a DM. Okay, for this week, we're going to call it giggles so (laughs) what that was so lame it was really lame okay um oh god i'm not creative we'll figure it out anyways this is the part of the segment where i usually talk about a tweet but honestly twitter been dry like i've been laughing at a lot of tweets with videos but like this is the podcast so i can't like show that on Uh, yeah and it's not the same unless you see the reaction Mm -hmm. with it so this week's tweet is not a tweet, but it is a text conversation that I had a few days ago. And it was from my dear friend Stephen. Love you with all my heart. He sent a screenshot of a CNN breaking news update that said, Brazilian president has positive for COVID-19. He has downplayed the pandemic and often skips wearing a mask. And my friend sent me that picture with this caption. <clears throat> Why can't that be us? Listen. <laughs> Trump. I, Pence, I... And I feel like that's for any American who's just ignorant and is going out to bars and restaurants not wearing masks. People don't care until it hits home. And we can't be that way. I feel like true reparations would be Trump and or Pence getting COVID-19. Like, I feel like that's only fair. I feel like that's only fair. We have been through so much. (laughs) Oh, I know. I know. We have been through so much. Just put on the freaking mask and shut up and be empathetic. I think officially he's like started wearing a mask. So a lot of his followers were like, I'm going to wear a mask now. And it's like, wow. No, there's still people. I still see him. And there are people that aren't even Trump supporters that say, I I won't wear a mask. So get out of here. I saw a picture today of a woman. She was like, just order these cute tool masks. Like you can order them on here. And I'm like, tool? Them germs finna be going through them, John's. Faster yeah, than like a that tray. is not. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Tool? People are not. Not even chiffon? I, <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> Tool. But them big holes? Okay. Okay. Sure. Oh sure, my man. God. All right. And then, okay, so the Tumblr post, I think you're really going to like this one. Okay. I think you're really going to like this one. Every single time I've shared this with somebody, they've been like, honestly, I agree. And. The Tumblr post says, Teenage Dream isn't a Katy Perry song. She was a vessel for God in that recording studio. Why he chose her, I don't know, but it's not my place to question it. It's not. It's honestly not. But it's a fact. (laughs) It is a fact. Point blank period. That's I read that and so I was like, funny right. that you mentioned that because I was like bopping to Teenage Dream this past week. Oh, the one that got away? The flavor? Waking up in Vegas is my all-time fave. I think, I honestly think the one that got away is my all-time fave. Just music video at all. It hits different. True. Have you listened to her new song, Smile? No, I haven't. I I liked it. It was cute. It's better than, remember she had that period of like Bon Appetit. Did you see the music video for that? 
No, that I think I just weird. did not pay attention no, to No, that was some era. weird white happened. people shit. She was like dough and they were like kneading her body. I was like, get the f- not today. <laughs> Why can't that be me? That sounds like a great massage. No. Nope. Really get into those knots. <laughs> I have no words, but all the other Katy Perry albums are great. Roar, I don't know. I take not all the others. Roar, I don't know about that one. But like California Girls, Ooh. Hot and Cold. Ooh. Thank you. I wow. kissed a girl. Thank yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Thank wow. you. Delicious. All of them delicious. But yeah, why so why great. God chose her? We may never know. Yeah, I really God don't know did. why. It's kind of random, but hey, <laughs> had to be somebody. Had to be. God was like, y'all finna get this amazing track once in a lifetime the edition. Taste. Also, oh this is random, but you know what I found out the other day? What? Guess who was originally supposed to sing "The Way" by Ariana Grande? Who? Jordan Sparks. She recorded the demo and everything. But where can I find it? I know. Like- <laughs> that's my question. Where the hell can I find it? Where is it though? Release it, Cal. She needs to like- make a comeback. She came out with like an EP two years ago. That was pretty good, but I want to bang her. I need one step at a time again. I think she's recently married as well. Like she's living her life. That's true. But if she releases something, I will be listening to it. But if she wants to just like, you know, mind her business, raise her child, or just like do what it is. Like, give me another song. Give me another, please. Give me God counting on you with Big Time Rush. Oh, God. Battlefield. (sighs) Just the harmonies and counting on you. The excellence, like wow! Do yourself a favor and stream "Counting on You" by Big Time Rush. I don't remember Jordan's that one. Sparks. I think you will I will. Not regret it. No, you will not. Oh, you will not regret it. Oh my Ooh, god! Sorry, that just took me to no, a place I wasn't okay. prepared to go. It is. <laughs> oh wow! I wasn't prepared for that one. No. Oh. <coughs> yeah, stream it. <laughs> oh wow. Mhm. But is that all we we have that's, for this that's segment? That's it. That's all we had. Short and sweet. I think I know. I love it. I also just want to mention real quick. We say this all the time, mm-hmm. but DM us <laughs> if you have stories. If you want to talk about free Britney, DM us. Stop somebody being fake. DM'd us. I forget what it was for, but somebody DM'd us. <laughs> I think it's like other podcasts looking to like network and stuff. But mm. I want to hear what you guys have to say. Get into it with us. Come on. Yeah. Share right. your opinions. Share your opinions. See what happens. <laughs> See what happens. It always it always is a crazy time over here. So that concludes this episode of Intuit. We are finished with episode six. We have one more episode to go. If we reach the seven episode mark, we're we're smooth sailing. What does that mean? So apparently in like podcast culture, there's like a seventh episode burnout where typically the majority of podcasters and people who start podcasts don't get past the seventh episode. They just give up and flop. But so why? I think maybe because a lot of them are trying to do it for money. We're just having a good time. Yeah, we're just having a good time. We don't care if we make money. But <laughs> if you have something you want to advertise in the next episode of Intuit, let us know. <laughs> um, that butt was but not, we don't even need money. If you just want to give us a shout out on your social media or something, we'll we'll let you. We'll finesse yeah, something. Give us a shout out. Give yeah, us a rating. Us you something. know, share us on your story. We appreciate all of that. Yes, we'll give you a shout out. And also, out. our viewership has gone up a lot. I was telling you about this. I don't know if it's because Harry Styles was in the title <laughs> or what happened, but it in the last episode it like skyrocketed. <laughs> I don't know if I know, that's I saw spam the I was like, or what. Oh, word? Oh, word? Well, so yes, thank you. If you want me to start like a mini, like One Direction regular update, I mean, that'll be a lot because I really don't pay attention to Louis, Zane, Liam at all. Just Harry. I keep up with Nile. I like, I keep up with Harry, but with things like new music video and like the call map. Like, that's a big yeah. thing. Like, I don't really keep up with like little things of like. Oh, he was like hanging out with this person. Oh, like, well, oh, who? He did this. Like, I don't we don't need that. Yeah, but just yeah, a no, good no. update. I guess it's just just know that if anything big happens, I will be here. Did I take Always. off work for their ten year anniversary? Yes. Uh, <laughs> did I have to look my boss in the eye and tell her that I took off work for One Direction's ten year anniversary? Yes. No, you did not. I did. <laughs> was she like cool enough to be like, yeah, it's okay? 
Yeah, she joked and she was like, yeah, should I put down in like my calendar out because she's in bed crying all day? And I was like, just say personal reasons, but I really appreciate that. Oh my God, (laughs) that makes me so happy for you that you have like a cool boss like that. I know. I mean, I had vacation days, so like it is. Well, true. Well, yeah, Yeah. obviously, but still, that's fun that she was. Because if they announce anything next episode, oh, I also scheduled my therapy appointment for next Thursday as well. So like, it's really... It's only a matter of time. It's really becoming a day. Also, go to therapy. Yeah. Go to therapy. Yeah, that's everything we have this week. <laughs> that is all we have this week. We'll see you guys next week. Alrighty? Bye. Bye.